The quote for today's episode is, whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you're right. Hello, welcome back to another episode and if you're new here, welcome to the Bedtime Daily Podcast where I bring you content to help you help yourself become better and get better out of life. If you haven't, remember to subscribe and please rate the show, it really supports it. Let me begin today's episode with a story, one of those beautiful Greek stories, the story of Oedipus. When Oedipus was born, his father was told his son would eventually kill him and marry his widowed wife, a prophecy basically. And so to avoid this happening, his father abandoned him in the hopes that he will die. Luckily for Oedipus, he was found by a couple that raised him as theirs. He grew up thinking they were his real parents. Somehow, he is also warned of the same thing, that he will kill his father and marry his mother. Not wanting that to happen, he leaves the people he assumes are his parents and heads to the big city to prevent the prophecy from coming true. There in the city, he meets a stranger and ends up in a fight with him and ends up killing him. He marries the stranger's widow and he later discovers that said stranger was his father. Prophecy fulfilled. This compelling tale helped the self fulfilling prophecy become a popular trope in literature and film, but it's also a much researched concept in psychology. What is self-fulfilling prophecy? According to Robert Martin in 1968, a false definition of the situation evoking a behavior which makes the originally false conception come true. Another definition by good therapy is A self-fulfilling prophecy is a belief or expectation that an individual holds about a future event that manifests because the individual holds it. So basically, because of the expectation or belief held of a situation, we start acting in ways that make those held beliefs manifest. There are two types, self-imposed and other-imposed. Self-imposed is when held beliefs and opinions about ourselves cause us to act in ways that affirm those beliefs and opinions. Other imposed is when other people's beliefs and opinions about us cause us to act in ways that confirm those opinions and beliefs. Let me tell you about the Pygmalion effect. It was an experiment or study carried out in 1968 by Rosenthal and Jacobson. The gist of it is that they went to an elementary school and gave the teachers a result that showed the IQ of their students. And this result supposedly indicated which of their students would be average students and which would be bloomers expected to excel. Unknown to the teachers, it was a fabricated result, and supposed bloomers were chosen at random among the students. But when Rosenthal and Jacobson went back after some months, eight months to be precise, to said elementary school, they found out that the students they claimed would excel were actually excelling and were above the other average students. A fulfilled prophecy. So, how exactly did that happen? 
the teachers, because they were given that false result, began to act in light of that result. They found that the teachers did not expect too much from the average children and gave all the attention to the bloomers. The teachers created a nicer environment for the bloomers. They gave them more time and attention. They called on them for answers more often and they gave them more detailed feedback when they got something wrong. This experiment has been replicated in different forms by different people in different times and the result is basically following the central theme, self-fulfilling prophecies. The two most common examples given of self-fulfilling prophecies are the placebo effect and the stereotype threats. Those who are given a placebo drug, so basically a fake drug that has no chemical agent to actually cause any reaction in the human body, those that have been given the drug have been shown to display improvements in the respective issue despite there being no active agent to cause the recovery. So the beliefs that one, that one held in contrast to an actual treatment led to the prophecy being fulfilled. Stereotype threats refers to concerns that one's actions may fulfill a negative cultural stereotype of one's group. Such concerns may paradoxically lead to the fulfillment of those stereotypes. For example, in the past, researchers believed that African Americans were less intelligent than other races due to their lower reported scores on standardized tests. And so many times what was seen was that because of this stereotypical belief about the African Americans, it led them to become anxious about taking their tests, which led to poorer results than they were actually capable of. This further confirmed the stereotype. The story of Oedipus I gave earlier comes to mind when thinking of scenarios of this effect. I guess that's a bit ancient, so let me give more modern fictional examples. My favorite would be the Disney series That's So Raven. If you don't know about it, the show was about a young girl named Raven that got visions of the future. But oftentimes than not, it's her extreme efforts to prevent the, the vision from happening that causes it to happen. Yeah, many times that was what each episode was about. Other examples being Darth Vader in Star Wars and Lord Voldemort in Harry Potter. There are many scenarios in our everyday life. In family settings, when parents have high expectations of one child and have already concluded that the other child is going to be a failure or something, most times that comes true because of the differences in how they are likely to treat each child. Or think about a coach that believes one player has more potential than the other. He spends longer hours and puts in more efforts on the supposed golden player. And these long hours is what shapes him to be the good player. Whereas the other player that the coach had low expectations for got fewer hours with the coach and less encouragement and so probably wasn't as good. And so the coach's prophecy comes true. In relationships, Say a woman starts dating someone under the assumption that they are not really relationship or marriage material. She will likely not take the relationship seriously and refrain from investing much time or effort into it. This lack of investment 
may cause her partner to have doubts and feel that she is distant and unavailable. Thus, why should they stick around and invest in hard conversations? When her partner leaves, she might think that she was ultimately proven right. The partner wasn't relationship material. However, her assumption likely influenced her behavior to not expect much and that initial seed caused the relationship to flounder. In politics, because country A and country B aren't exactly on good terms, A believes that B will try to attack and so A arms itself against B. This then causes B to defend itself against A, which in turn confirms A's suspicion that they defend themselves, themselves even more. All I've mentioned are examples of other imposed type of self-fulfilling prophecy. Some examples of self-imposed are like in the workplace or in school when given a project. If you already believe it's going to flop, chances are it will flop because you are likely to put in less effort and commitment to it and less likely to ask for help because of your most probably false belief. But it's that behavior that causes it to eventually come true. Or perhaps you believe you are bad at public speaking and you are going to fumble. You get so nervous, you get on stage and actually begin to fumble. Also, if you believe you have a bad day, you're probably going to feel down from the belief and focus more on the bad stuff, hence actually having a bad day. There are obviously positive examples and implementations of this effect, and it works the same way. You can just flip the coin to all my examples and you would get what I'm trying to say. In fact, one very common example or application would be in the power of the law of attraction. About how if you focus on positive thoughts, you attract positive things. Of course, the same goes for the opposite, but you get my point. The implications of this is numerous, as I'm sure you, are, you already can imagine. Unsurprisingly, this cyclical nature of self-fulfilling prophecies can play a role in developing and deepening depression. People suffering from depression may hold some very, very negative thoughts about themselves. Thoughts like, I'm worthless, I can't function properly, I'm unlovable, no one likes me, they all think I'm a downer, and since no one likes me, I have no friends. The thoughts like, I'm worthless and I can't function properly, may persuade them to give up on self-development as to no longer add to their knowledge, improve skills, or enhance emotional resilience. After all, they think, what does it matter? It won't work anyway. Thoughts like, I'm unlovable, no one likes me, they, are all, they all think I'm a downer, and since no one likes me, I have no friends, can easily transfer into reality. They may avoid interacting with others at all, since they are sure no one will enjoy their company, leaving them with no friends, hence fulfilling their beliefs about themselves. Self-imposed, self-fulfilling prophecy. It also affects our communication. For example, if we are told that someone we are about to meet is a wonderful and interesting person with a sparkling personality, we will likely make sure we talk with them, be friendlier than usual, and ask lots of questions. When they sense our interest in them, they will likely return that interest and give full, engaging answers to our questions. Thus, their behavior follows our actions. This phenomenon can be seen in how stereotypes are formed and reinforced. 
an individual may be told about how people of a certain race behave and then form a global assumption about all people of that race. The next time they see someone of the same race, they will likely treat them as a person who behaves according to their assumptions. It can be dangerous in this way as a social issue in need of mitigation. The phases of the self-fulfilling prophecy is a causality loop or cycle. Once the cycle begins, it is difficult to remove oneself from the situation and prevent uncontrollable actions and outcomes. The prophecy itself serves as the drive for an action, and thus it is self-fulfilling. But it is not impossible to break the cycle. In fact, congratulations, you've already done the first step of breaking it, and that is by enlightening yourself about how it works. So be sure to share this episode to enlighten other people. The second step to interrupting the cycle is by controlling one's actions. You know how the cycle fits into itself, so intentionally break the chain. That will be all for today's episode. I really hope you've learned something new today to help you be better and get better out of life. I'll catch you on the next episode next week. Until then, take care and stay safe.